0: You're listening to the shorter Digest version of the Hutton Orbital radio show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show.
1: The Relentless Rain Falls Their splashes on the pavement are like little sparkling jewels that momentarily reflect the light of the ever-changing electric billboards that shout out their messages of bye, bye, bye. Two pilots are seated on the ground, seemingly uncaring of the torrent that is falling on their heads. Both have blood on their faces they have the look of two bare knuckle fighters that have worn themselves to a standstill. One of them speaks with a rueful expression on his face. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Mega ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched beam lasers glitter in the dark near the Danheuser gate. All of those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. Time to die. He pauses, takes one last sip from a glass that's full of a black liquid with a whitish froth on the top and slowly, ever so slowly, His head droops forward onto his chest. A bird that looks suspiciously like a hawk flutters up into the sky. The other pilot looks up at a huge projected image on the side of a building that says...
2: Our mics are live.
1: Good evening, everyone, from a rather hot, hot and orbital. I'm your host for this evening, Harry Balzac. The Mr. Dusty virus has gotten into the environmental controls and the temperature has officially reached. It's too hot! Englishmen everywhere are brushing up on their IT skills so that they can go and sit in the server room as it's the only one with air conditioning. Yes, the insulation for the wiring in the studio is melting. Buck is wishing he'd kept some clothes on. ...just so he could feel the benefit of taking them off. Everyone in the studio is jostling to be the one upwind of everyone else. We're all wishing that you could equip an orbital station with heat sinks. And Lou is scowling at all those who volunteered to retrieve the ice cube... ...that Flossie dropped into her clothing. The heat, and yes Buck, it's hotter than Texas here today... ...has laid low most of our regular presenters. Personally, I think they've sneaked off to TJ's birthday party. But I do have with me here in the studio... The ever-present, the ever-pleasant Norma Snockers.
3: Thank you, Harry. Can we get a move on? Lou said he wanted to sit in the freezer for a while to cool off. And I've just remembered, you can't open it from the inside.
1: (laughs) Don't worry. The neighbours heard all the banging and screaming, and after they realised it wasn't your usual Thursday night pre-show release of energy, they let him out. And here he is. Welcome, Lou. he'll be back soon listener it'll not take long to defrost in this heat and last in our lineup but foremost in our thoughts it's someone who's cool no matter what the provocation it's Amelia
2: (laughs) thanks Harry Uh, excuse me should Lou be dripping on the carpet like that
1: oh it's the condensation from the freezer (laughs) I was worried about the plume of steam at Lou's feet we'd better get on with the news Dead feet, dead meat in pavement pounding.
4: Pizza procrastination provokes parsimony.
3: Palin, Voyager or Vagabond? Nurse
2: Weyeth, officially the nicest person in the galaxy, again.
1: The apology officer has something to say.
4: Atrus 5060 tells us how damaging Titan's daughter has led to the Thargoids refusing to give head.
3: Pilots' Federation dished the dirt, or so they say. The Don, immortalised in art. Lou's got a bone, to pick.
4: Norma's Unraveling the Cosmos and the CGs.
2: There were two reasons for some Hutton truckers to be absent from their posts this week. Firstly, they were invited by our very own Dead Meat GF to try an early alpha build of Space Legs, TM. In a speed trial in Seoul, around the decking of our local capital, ship. On Sunday, these brave truckers went along to make up the numbers for a team representing our friends from Special Effects Systems. The people who can help any being to be in charge of a spaceship, no matter how many limbs they have or indeed what shape they happen to be. Many of the space-like testers made things even more difficult for themselves by dressing up in strange costumes. Dead meat went dressed as a sad old scrote and won first prize. As a result of this pedestrian CQC, special effects systems raised over 25,000 credits.
1: The second reason for truckers to be away was at a point further north towards the galactic north. Glasgow base. Here our truckers assembled at a local purveyor of those lovely oven baked bread discs that come with tomato and cheese and definitely no pineapple. <coughs> Docking permission was denied for over an hour as our commanders were forced into a holding pattern. It appears that at this particular place events are only allowed to happen once an hour as our famished flyers had to wait that long for their food. It has to be said that the food was delicious but maybe not worth waiting two hours for. Consequently, when addressing the matter of the credit transfer, the tip consisted of 25 pence, three rarely seen 1927 drachma pieces, no, not really or they wouldn't do that to you, two melted chocolate coins, one unidentified unwrapped boiled sweet, and some fluff.
4: In what has already been a busy week of news for so-called Professor Palin, Putnam Orwell's Radio has yet another revelation. Palin's background may not be all that it had previously seemed. We understand that Palin was recently under investigation concerning his base in Maya, as there was no record of him buying or even renting the site. Whilst investigating Palin's background to try to find out exactly where it was that Palin earned the title of Professor since all of the paperwork was mysteriously destroyed either by thargon fire or by being eaten by his dog palin was not clear on which authorities seem to have discovered that it is in fact attendant of one of the traveler communities from earth and that his previous move in 3301 from christian dock in the Leganji system was not of his own volition but was in fact due to the local population encouraging him to move on the authorities in Maya were we understand preparing to evict Payton from Maya but he preempted this by taking advantage of the unrelated Thargoid attack to sneak out of the base in his killback with its distinctive garish red and green paint job and over ornate interior wall coverings along with his collection of china dolls and hand painted coal scuttles Visitors to the now empty site have reported it to be in a right old mess, and that every piece of metal that was not welded to the superstructure has gone missing, including the landing beacon. After hitching a lift with a passing mega shift, it seems that Palin took advantage of the annual summer break on Arc 4 when all of the Able Laboratory employees are shift off to Smith Prospect in order to replenish their unhealthily low levels of vitamin D. As the laboratory was temporarily unmanned, Palin took possession, and we understand, is preparing to resume his entirely unregulated business of making non manufacturer approved changes to ship's engines and thrusters.
3: Our very own Nurse Wyeth, holder of the David Brubin Award for Longest Examination, Latex Glove category, has been voted once more the nicest, the most kindly and adorable person in the galaxy for the third time, in a ceremony that took place at an outpost that we can only assume is the birthplace of Commander El Masri, given the number of different beers that they serve. I cannot tell you any more about the secret location other than to say that its name is completely banned in all parts of the galaxy, except in one part, where they don't know what it means and in serious screenplays. Nurse Wyeth has won this award three out of the last four years. The other recipient is, of course, me.
5: An apology. From Hutton Orbital Radio. As apology officer, it falls to me to apologise for a recording which was made and sent to the good people of Hutton Orbital. Firstly, I have to apologise for the silly voice, which in itself was bad enough without the content, which caused jaws to drop open and audible gas to be heard across the station. I myself am still discombobulated by the whole experience. Leo's face has turned the same colour as her eyebrows—purple this month. His fluffiness Alvin the fear has pulled his ears over his eyes, and Cecil has snapped to full sobriety for the first time in 17 years on hearing it. Floor mopping guy has taken to carrying a bar of soap with him on the off chance that he may encounter the offender. All of the display models in the windows of Budget Clones for You, recently reopened, have shocked looks on their faces, and Red Planet Taxi Service accidentally landed one of their haulers on the small pad. The people of Hutton Orbital Radio are as scandalised as anyone by the content of this recording. Norma Snorkers is RSI from hitting everyone with a frying pan, Commander Witherspoon has garnet indigestion and Harry Balzac is showing the station councillor where on the doll it offended him. We hope that you, the lovely people of Hutton Orbital, can forgive this indiscretion and bear with us as we upgrade the software on our profanity filter to mitigate such a thing ever happening again. We are really terribly sorry and will endeavour to straighten up and fly right from now on. What? They haven't broadcast it yet. Oh. Oh well, in that case, strap yourselves in, folks.
6: Good evening, trickers! H1560 reporting in once more from Canon Research with the latest development on the Fargoids. Last week, those sneaky bugs attacked the Pleiades, damaging Titan's daughter in Tyghetta. Oh, I don't know where that is. Never mind, she'll tell us later. Cavalieri in Electra. Oh, complex. And Selene Orbital in Atlas and attempted to destroy the Carson Spring, the megaship that Professor Palin was using to evacuate his facility on Bayer. Though the brave efforts of no, that's not right. It's through the brave efforts of anti-xeno pilots, including our very own Swing. Hello, boys. The incursions in the Pleiades were quickly lifted, and the Carson Spring was able to jump to Ark. So, wasn't that... they have to have two animals at a time there. Operation Ida is now determining their strategy for bringing those damaged stations back online. Ooh, the recent galactic initiative has led to the settling of the Witchhead sector by the superpowers. Heralded as a chance for humanity to settle a new territory of space, as well as gain access to a new supply of metal alloys, the Thargoids were quick to crush this initiative. They have already attacked the newly settled stations out there in what. Boffins at Canon are interpreting as a move by the Thargoids to protect their supply of (sighs) meta-alloys. What the Thargoids need this material for is still a mystery, but there are theories that meta-alloys are the key for the Thargoids overcoming the virus released by the legendary Commander Jameson. If we are unable to defend the newly settled systems, humanity risks being pushed out of this territory permanently. The Eagle Eye Network continues to report No activity detected. The boffins at Cannon are still attempting to figure out whether the Fargoys have found new ways to avoid detection or whether the Fargoys have switched from an offensive strategy or a defensive one, with the recent move by humanity into the witch head sector. Oh that sounds almost rude. Fucker trackers duckers buckers buckers duckers trackers. Humanity needs your help this week defending the newly-settled systems in the Witchhead sector, and repairing stations in the Pleiades, oxygen please, Hacks Command will have orders on where your efforts will be focused, good luck out there truckers, for the mug!
2: In an attempt to humanize some of their employees, the Pilots' Federation this week released some so-called information about engineer Steve Kirby, otherwise known as Just Call Me Wendy. This enigmatic figure refuses, refuses to say why he has this name, but Hun Orbital Radio has a photograph taken in a field with two figures in dressing gowns. And we can say we're pretty sure that we know where Wendy's name comes from. Wendy started a campaign of misinformation during LAVECON, taking part in a panel that asserted that planetary bases and orbital stations were safe from Thargoid attacks. Well, Wendy, we know better now, don't we? This talent for deception does explain why the Pilots' Federation were able to afford the bar bill at LAVECON, after Wendy's late-night poker session started. Quite frankly, we feel that we should not believe a word of this so-called biography, and we expect Wendy to be appearing in a cabinet reshuffle any day.
1: Dustedly, Don Antonacci, leader of the Camorra Pirates, seems determined to emulate the emperors of ancient Rome by commissioning works of art to feature his likeness. The first, we understand, there's a portrait of the Don dressed as Thanos by the great artist Donna Beetlejude. We haven't been able to contact the Don, or even one of his hirelings, to gain insight into the hidden meanings of this picture, but we think that wanting to appear as someone who makes half the galaxy disappear speaks volumes. Other works in the series will include a life-sized statue of the Don wearing a silly hat with one hand tucked into his waistcoat and bearing the inscription, Not Tonight, David. A replica of Michelangelo's David, with a special place for his equipment a photograph where he's been airbrushed into a picture with Stalin a reproduction of the Sistine Chapel ceiling for his office with the Don as God extending his helping hands to a new pilot and a signed photograph of Donald Trump bearing the inscription to the best guy ever in the Don's handwriting
4: First of all, a complaint. As I'm going to press, there is not a single system that has been updated by a trucker visiting that system. I can remember when the task of flying around the hot systems was a matter of honour and truckers of all persuasions were competing to be the commander who ensured that the Hutton Helper was updated. I'm frankly disappointed that this seems to no longer be a thing. In better news, Only Alpha Centauri and WISE 0855-0714 are above 60%. Considering we had five systems in that sorry state a couple of days ago, this is an excellent improvement. The only system of concern regarding low influence is Ross 671. And with the two factions below us locked in an election, this is nothing major. So if all truckers can head to Doncombe and help our brethren there by supporting the Democrats of two in their election, it would be much appreciated. As far as Colonia goes, Hanky sent something over. I think it said basically working tier only, but to be frank, I've spent the last three hours in the pub and I'm not sure I can even read anymore. Over to Norma.
3: Thargoids defend meta alloy sources. The Thargoids have emerged in the Witchhead Nebula just hours after human expansion efforts in the region began. Numerous, af- numerous attacks in the area indicate that Thargoid craft are aggressively defending the region's barnacle sites. More on this later. I'm Mr. Dusty. Give me your trash.
7: I say, old chap, isn't it early to be drinking? (coughs) Centauri Megajin, don't mind if I do. (coughs) Oh, bugger. I appear to have dropped my cocktail stick. Centauri Megajin, for the gentleman in you the universe
8: is in trouble bug infestations in the bubble your home stations burn rubble what on earth can we do now interstellar initiatives let flossie tell you what it is then you can get involved with this you should listen to what flossie said in Interstellar Initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen
3: to what Flossie says Hello Flossie here with this week's Interstellar Initiatives news The Enclave First 3 Fargoids defend meta sources the Thargoids have emerged in the Witchhead Nebula just hours after human expansion efforts in the region began. Numerous attacks in the area indicate that Thargoid craft are aggressively defending the region's barnacle sites. Professor Albert Tesro of Aegis Research said in an update, Representative factions of the Alliance, Empire and Federation have entered the Witchhead Nebula to be begin colonization efforts. A number of megaships and the stations arrived in the area on schedule only to be met with an unexpectedly large number of hostile Thargoid vessels. This development, coupled with increased Thargoid activity in the Pleiades Nebula, suggests that the Thargoids are focused on driving humanity out of regions containing barnacle sites. Tezro was quick to repeat that securing access to a source of metal alloys is of great importance to humanity. All three superpowers are urgently requesting help to repel Fargoid forces from the Witchhead Nebula, said Tezro. Without the Galactic community's support, these pioneer factions will be forced to retreat and vital supplies of metal alloys will be lost. The Alliance Empire and Federation have established starports and megaships in the Witchhead Nebula, following the success of their respective commodity drives. However, encroachment in this space has drawn the attention of the territorial Thargoids, who seem hell bent on driving humanity from the region. As a result, the faction space out in Witchhead have called for reinforcements from the galactic community. Systems in the Witch Head Nebula currently with the incursion state must be defended from Thargoids and need to be repelled before the Witch Head colony can be established. Failure to do so may result in a full withdrawal from the various superpowers from these systems. Docking at the following stations in the Witch Head Nebula will Reward commanders with an Enclave Special Decal. The Alliance, Ezra Point in Witch Head Sector LC V C2 10, and Cheryl Orbital in Witch Head Sector HW W C1 9. The Empire, Carrion Vision, Witchhead Head Sector. FB-X C1-11, and cell Prospects, which head sector HW-W C1-7. And the Federation can relay, which head sector GW-W C1-4, or Henna Ent- Enterprise, which head sector DL-Y D17. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives News.
8: Flossie
3: told you what to do! Ah. Commander Deathlock here! Why do I listen to Hudson Orbital Radio? Because my mummy said I had to. Ah Deathlock!
0: News Digest 25th of July 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Massive attack in the witch's head. A potted history of Professor Paling. Unlocking the potty professor. Massive attack in the witch's head. Urgent calls have been put out for assistance from anti-Xeno combat pilots after a totally unexpected intervention by Thargoid fleets disrupted attempts to steal meta-alloys from the Thargoids. Humanity, in the form of Empire, Federation and the Alliance, set up shop near a new and largely pristine source of meta-alloys in the Witchhead Nebula earlier this week. Meta-alloys are mined by the organic Thargoid structures known as barnacles. The current version of the meta-alloy barnacle mining machine, version 4, has been widely deployed in the Witchhead Nebula by the Thargoid civilization in the expectation that the machines will refine a healthy crop of meta-alloys. The Thargoids are reported to be highly concerned at reports that another civilization is planning to raid the MB version 4s to steal the meta-alloys from right under the Thargoids' equivalent of noses and have responded appropriately by sending several battle fleets to defend Thargoid property. Tharg the Mighty, Prince of Polaris and Emperor of the Call 70 Sector, has appealed to independent Thargoid pilots to attack the motherships of the three races of human, Hanna Enterprise and Can Relay, which belong to the Federation race, Tsao Prospect and Carrion Vision, which belong to the Empire race, and Cheryl Orbital and Ezra Point, which belong to the Alliance race. He is concerned that the offer of a small sticker to human pilots may encourage them to fight more fiercely. However, if the humans can be dealt a decisive blow now, they're likely to retreat back to their bubble, leaving the Thargoids to enjoy the meta-alloy rewards from their MB4s in peace. A Potted History of Professor Palin One time Federation scientist Professor Palin seems to have thrown his lot in with the Alliance after being hounded out of Maya by the Thargoids. His new base is Abel Laboratory, an existing Alliance facility in the Ark system. What do we know about Professor Ishmael Palin? Palin first came to prominence in December 3301 when he started researching the damage being caused to stations by the sale of unknown artefacts, those mysterious items we now know of as Thargoid sensors. He established the Palin Research Centre at Obsidian Orbital in Maya, just at the right time and in the right place to benefit from the discovery of meta-alloys in January 3302. And despite concerns from fellow scientists, he issued an appeal for as much of this mysterious substance as possible. Less than two weeks later, Palin disappeared in mysterious circumstances, only to be found again safe and well a month later. Palin recounted how his convoy had been attacked and he'd been interrogated about what he knew about meta-alloys by an unknown organisation. Just who this organisation was remains unknown. However, Palin's rescue meant that he was able to reveal that meta-alloys could be used to counteract the effect of unknown artefacts something that remained vital until the effect of Thargoid sensors was eliminated totally in November 3304. In April 3302, Palin announced that he was retiring from the Federation to set up his own independent research base, which would continue to research Thargoid technology and also, in his own words, allow him to tinker with starships. It was at this new facility on Maya A3A that Palin developed the very best thruster modifications, Grade 5 clean and dirty drives, and the enhanced performance thrusters, as well as developing the first generation of corrosion-resistant cargo racks, which have latterly been superseded by human technology brokers. It's this base on Maya A3A that was recently attacked by Thargoids and has been abandoned. Palin has moved to the Alliance-controlled ARC system in the bubble. He is no longer unique in selling Grade 5 engineering thruster modifications. Mel Brandon in Colonia sells exactly the same modifications. He is still, however, the only source of size 1 corrosion-resistant cargo racks, and he's the only engineer who doesn't have his own base. Rumours that Palin is working on a new drive system that would allow megaships and fleet carriers to perform hyperspace jumps on days of the week other than Thursday are currently believed to be wild speculation. (laughs) Unlocking the Potty Professor Unlocking access to Professor Palin is easy, with all the steps laid out in a recent documentary from Sagittarius Eye magazine. Here's the quick version. First, buy your Horizons permit. If you don't have that, you're going nowhere. Next, travel 300 light-years from your starting location. Buy three Suntil relics from Cherenovsky city in Nguri and take them to Elvira Martuk. Get in her good books by selling exploration data and crafting modules. She's quite handy with frameshift drives. She'll eventually tell you about Marco Quent, who's the next step on the road. Run missions for the Sirius Corporation until they award you a Sirius system permit, and then earn 25 modular terminals as mission rewards, and take them to Quent. Now you need to get into his good books. His engineering modifications aren't really much good, but you need to pretend you like them. Once he's satisfied you're not taking the mickey, he'll tell you about Professor Palin. This is the point. You wish you'd gone further than 300 light-years to gain access to Elvira Martuk, as Palin requires you to go much further. A massive 5,000 light-years. Thank goodness you got Elvira Martuk to engineer your frameshift drives. Palin also needs 25 sensor fragments, which is what you get when you shoot up thargoid sensors. You can get them from the creepy abandoned crash site in HIP 17403, planet A4 at coordinates negative 35, negative 141.4. Easy peasy. And now you can buy those enhanced performance thrusters, corrosion resistant cargo racks, and get Palin to engineer your thrusters. You'll soon have the fastest hauler in the galaxy. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.
7: Do
2: you come here
7: often? Every one and a half hours or so. Could I buy you a drink? Ooh, how exciting. So you're a Hutton trucker, are you? That I am, me love. A Centauri Mega Gin Sling, please, bartender. Make that two, please, bartender. Centauri Megajin, Guaranteed to erase your memory when you've just pulled a large load.
8: Hot Pit Report Here with all of the latest Hot Pit Report But what does it mean? When they see we're expanding, does that mean that we're all getting fat? Where can we sell all our data and not be a dirty truck and fong top cockin' boob loving useless incredibly annoying truck? And hot twats. pit report here with all the instructions Hot Pit Report It's time for the
3: hot pit reports. I hear that one of the custodians was asking for help this week.
4: Yes, there was a shout out from Simons for Luton 145-141 to this week and a reasonable response to it. So thank you to everyone who helped.
3: How did that work out?
4: Well, it was a great highlight for the way the PS is evolving in that we had a good number of commanders doing a little bit each. And that gave some really effective results.
3: What does that mean for the BGS as a whole?
4: Well, the biggest thing from this is the message from Hop, you Commanders out there is that you should never discount your efforts. And that's even more true since the latest round of BGS changes.
3: Changes? How have they made a difference?
4: Well, since the changes, a huge amount of work by one commander does not really have the effect it used to. What we need is small amounts by large numbers of commanders. So when there's a call for help, whether a specific one like Simon's put out this week or from our friends in Doncombe who need some help or a general one like working against HOT in systems over 60%, you are having an effect. Even if you nip in and do a couple of missions, drop half a dozen systems of data or a few thousand in bounties, as long as you put them in the right place, of course.
3: So, what do we need from the truckers?
4: We have a huge number of commanders available, and with this little by many method being the most effective, now is the best time to get involved. All you have to do is make a small detour from what you're doing, do your small part in a system that needs it, and then carry on doing your own thing. You don't need to spend all week boosting the BGS. Everyone just doing a little bit each
1: day has the best effect. Well, thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Snockers there. Well, howdy there, partner.
9: My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits. But what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it is as the Lakon Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lakon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight.
4: Naked in music as well.
8: Now you're a hudden trucker, all you gotta do is truck that truck. When you're a hudden trucker, if you can't turn a prop, We'll keep that smile on your face Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker
9: Well, howdy there, truckers It's old Buck Necky, spokesman for Lake Conn Spaceways Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker how do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your patient. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website, ha! Almost as pain-free as being assigned as Alvin's Pooper Scooper for the week. Talk about a shitty job, so let's get on to our top truckers from last week. yee From the Explorers, jumping around like them noisy crickets in a field, Commander Deadbeat GF took the lead with a tad over 66,000 light years jumped. See, now one weekend he's running for special effect and the next he's flying. The leader in tearing up the Don's pathetic pirates this week is Commander Hidden Shadows with 27.8 million credits earned and accounted for. Great job, Commander. Our top mission trucker for this week, oh, for the second week in a row, is Commander Montgomery Python with 654 mission points earned. Good job there, Haas. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker oughta, Commander Cassie online, transported and sold just about 117,000 tons this week. Keep on trucking, Commander. Driving the Hutton Uber this week, Commander whoever, hauled 4,526 passengers around the galaxy and earned a few extra tips while at it. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in one hour, 22 minutes and 40 seconds. But the fastest run in this month of July is held by Commander Prophet Bellon in one hour, 23 minutes and three seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. That way you'll be a Thargoid magnet. Hut Top Trucker, brought to you by on Spaceways. The only ships in the galaxy What come with an emergency backup hutting bug.
8: Meanwhile in a bar on Lave Station, a lonely old trucker is making a phone call to his friend.
7: Alright mate. Yeah, just dropped over the lathe with some mugs. Yeah, <laughs> Dick and Rudolph. Well, curious, is ridiculous. Ships everywhere. Even a spinning orange sidewinder outside the toast rack. Yeah, just like back in Alpha. Anyway, I got docked and dropped the guys off and spoke to one of the deck crew. Some bloke called Fozzer. He had this big spanner with him. Nah, not Stroud. A real spanner, you know, a giant tool. Mate, not Ben, I meant a thing for sorting out nuts. Will you get your mind out of the gutter? So, he says it's manic out there on account of some big party. Something to do with 100 episodes of live radio. There's glitter everywhere. Seen Angel Rose and even that Braben fella. I say, old chap, are you going to be long? I need to call Alvin. What's the rush? Well, it has something to do with a little mishap. Hang on, hang on. Well, mate, look, I gotta go. Some old boy from Hutton's here and he's busting. Nah, cubicle free works okay here. Later's. Cheers. Congratulations to Live Radio from the team here at Hutton Orbital on your hundredth episode. Oh, and thanks for the loan of the team speak. All right, my lover. Anybody know which way we're going with these barnacles?
1: That's an orbital radio. To our listener.
7: Yes, you. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off?
4: I'm
2: Mr. Dusty. Give me your trash. It's one of those uh, things. We seem to
4: have an echo. It's one of those uh, things. We seem to yeah. Have those uh,
3: things. yeah. Sounds like we all do. Sounds like we all do. <laughs> Hold on. I blame Ventura. Hold on. I, I blame Ventura. Hold on. Hold on. Right, let's holder. do a
4: rendition of "Biting Rock" by Queen. Let's do a rendition of "Biting Rock" by Queen.
6: Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. <laughs>
1: Row 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 your boat row row gently down the stream row 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 gently down the stream row row
3: row 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 row
1: row 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 everybody. Four shows for the price of one.
3: This is
2: going to get out of hand, really fast. This is going to get out of hand, really fast.
4: <laughs> yeah, when I started <laughs> in
1: the pub for three hours, I yeah,
4: wasn't I joking. So yeah, hours, I will keep joking. quiet. So yeah,
1: I'll, I'll keep quiet. This is going to be. Um, this uh-huh. is going to be uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. yes,
2: yes. Echo.
3: Echo. Uh-huh.
1: No idea, idea, oh, dear, dear. Yeah. idea, idea, oh, dear,
4: dear. 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 No I when you said about collecting Amelia, when you said about collecting assorted, come on, please. Come on, please. It's quite frustrating when you've been collecting it's Quite sort of frustrating of when you've been collecting goods <laughs> that are available five <laughs> <rare at laughs> a time. <laughs> that are available five at a time. And then on the last run when you just need and the last, old, old, last five, suddenly there's 40. The last five suddenly there's 40 of new available. last Oh
2: god, that's what's going to happen with the Lavian brandy, isn't it? That's going to happen with the Lavian brandy, isn't it? going to happen with the Lavian brandy, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I can hear game noises in the background. I can hear, well, game so. background well, I so. hear game noises in the background as well. So in the background as well.
7: I don't know what it's doing. I'm just trying to find somebody's broadcasting. I'm
3: picking it up. Sorry, right. give me a second. How are you getting me as well?
1: I'm blaming Harry for this.
3: Yeah, uh, it's, it's all yeah, that was,
1: it was probably my fault. I'm just trying, the important thing is trying to work out just how.
3: Ooh. Oh, that's that, scary, isn't
1: it? You yeah. don't need four balls. Actually. Were you maybe picking up my game in the background? I don't know.
0: I've done where I've muted i muted myself. So
1: Pill walks. Sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Normal <laughs> lack of service will be resumed any moment now. <laughs> okay. The right.
9: No music. <laughs> Who's got the music? <laughs>
1: It's negative music as well Fifth song is fourth rendezvous by Jean-michel Jar jar and we're gonna run night
4: night.